Jordan Maxham is the reason why I, um, I have gotten into the skateboarding uh, field, or family rather. Um, his brother works for my electric company, of all places, and I pay my electric bill in cash every month, and it's a large slide so paying cash. And him and I became friends and said, you know something, you should consider um, talking to my brother Jordan. He's like, who's Jordan? He's like, Jordan Maxim. like, who's he? Yeah, only one of the best skateboarders <laughs> on the planet, you know, one of Vermont's finest, And he's like, obviously. well, he's a, yeah, he's a professional skateboarder out in Los Angeles, and, you know, you guys might work well together. Welcome back, Golden Hour. We got a one-of-a-kind guest from Tall Truck, Devin. How we doing, my man? I'm doing well, hey. thank you, man. Good to see you. Yeah, likewise. Thank you so much for coming through. Yeah, good to be here. Yeah, uh, so we're coming to you live, well, sort of live, from the Winooski Skate Park, a.k.a. the Woo. Yeah. Great spot to be. Absolutely. Yep, good energy here. No doubt. So we were here last weekend for uh, Tall Truck Huck, yeah. That was a really good time, yeah. Tall Truck Huck Winooski two Saturdays ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was our startup of the season here in Vermont. Of yeah. For uh, people who don't really know, tell them a little bit about, you know, what's up well, with Tall Truck. Tall Truck is a cannabis company that I'm building, and what we're doing with, um, with these tall truck hucks is having skateboarding best trick events where it's basically just a community building, a community building day where we're just trying to get all the local skateboarders together to have a good time and barbecue and throw down tricks and make a fun video and just have a really positive time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, being here, this was the second event that I was at. Um, just the vibe, man. Everyone. It's just everyone's so hyped. And, yeah. It was. It's really what I've found. It's really great to have a not like a very structured. You know, it's not very structured with everybody with a certain amount of time or anything like that. It's the free for all, I think, and it gets everybody hyped and pumped and going at it hard and everybody cheering for each other and, and pushing themselves. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm not sure if you're the first one, but definitely the first one that I know of in terms of like cannabis companies that directly support skateboarding. You know, which is super cool because obviously they go hand in hand. <laughs> they certainly know? do go hand in hand. Yep. So, uh, what kind of inspired you and took you down that road of, uh, you know, bringing the whole cannabis culture to skateboarding and bringing them together? Well, I'll tell you that Jordan Maxham. Hey, is what, what up, Jordan? Jo Jordan Maxham <laughs> is the reason why I um, I have gotten into the skateboarding uh, field or family rather. Um, his brother works for my electric company, of all places, and I pay my electric bill in cash oh, wow. every month, and it's a large slide paying cash, and him and I became friends and said, you know something, you should consider um, talking to my brother Jordan. He's like, who's Jordan? He's like, Jordan Maxim. like, who's he? Yeah, only one of the best skateboarders <laughs> on the planet, you know, one of Vermont's finest, And he's like, obviously. well, he's a, yeah, he's a professional skateboarder out in Los Angeles, and, you know, you guys might work well together. Yep. So I sent Jordan a text on Instagram and he responded saying he was already skating for Cannabis Company. 
but he'll be getting done in six months, and he'd let me know. Yeah. So in six months, he wrote me back, said, hey, I'm done if you want. I'd rather skate for a Vermont cannabis company than a California cannabis yeah, company. Yeah, and knowing Jordan, he definitely needs a cannabis sponsor because you know, <laughs> he goes through it. It works. Yeah, it's something that works for him well. Yeah. But um, that being said, so I wrote him back, and we discussed how it works because I really had no idea. I'd never sponsored anybody before. Yeah. And we came to an agreement, and uh, so that is how I got into the skateboarding industry without having any prior knowledge about it really at all. That's awesome. Yeah. Now you do have a son that skateboards. Yep, my yeah. son had been skateboarding, so that you know he already loved Jordan, so that helped to inspire him as well, having Jordan be part of our family. And in the time that uh, I've known Jordan, we've become really good friends. Yeah, yeah, he's good people. He's actually, uh, I've traveled with Jordan for years. I've known him since he was probably like 11 or 12. Sure. Yeah, but uh, we were down at Tampa Pro uh, a couple years ago. We got an Airbnb and yeah, we just had a super good time. And <laughs> Tall Truck was there, you know. Very good. In spirit and, uh, you know. And a little bit of... In, little in, bit in of the person. proverbial flesh as well, <laughs> yeah, if you will. Nice, so uh, we got some of one of your more popular strains, I believe, right? The yeah. Peyote Critical. Yes. Nice, what's up with this stuff? Well, that's a pretty potent hitting indica strain that uh, is a good afternoon, evening strain. I find for me, it gives me a nice quick uplift and gets me going, and then it gets me ready to uh, you know, sit back on the couch and I'm ready for bed. Nice, I love the packaging too. Thanks. That's awesome, so the package reads Tall Truck, Vermont's indoor, finest indoor cannabis, premium grade, grown with 100% renewable energy. Contains marijuana, so keep away from children. Talltruck.com is where you can find out about the brand and everything that's going on. So right now, uh, what's the state of cannabis in Vermont? Well, say? I'll tell you right now, for me, I am just about ready to send in my application, my completed application for my cultivator's license. Oh, okay. So that is happening. They have already awarded a couple of cultivator's licenses. I know it smells nice. It that peyote has a really nice taste, too. This is no joke. No <laughs> joke. Mm. So anyhow, I am on my way to getting my license here, and I... I'm really looking forward to it. It's been something that obviously many of us have been dreaming about our whole lives. I'm 51 years old and I never ever thought I would see this in my lifetime and I'm so pleased that it's here and I'm still a young man. Yeah, well, I mean, the whole, you know, the whole stigma behind it for so long, it's like enough is enough. Yep. You know, I mean, people enjoy it and it's it's safe medicine, right? Let's just call it what it is. Sure. It's safe medicine. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really refreshing that finally, it's like, you know, we're, get, we're over the hump. We're over the hump. I know. Isn't yeah. that so refreshing? <laughs> We're over the hump and it's becoming accepted and it's becoming recognized as, as you say, medicine. Yeah. As many say, it's medicine. I know. It's about darn time. Yeah. Um, so how long have you been involved with cannabis? Like, when did you first start? Well, that could be a loaded question, but let's, let's just say how long have you been growing or been interested in that whole side of things? Well, back in 2008, <clears throat> I, I had always dreamed of, you know, growing in my basement. I'd always thought that would be great to grow your own cannabis. And in 2008, the economy took a major dive with the housing crisis. And I had a really strong masonry business with six guys and like a year and a half worth of work in front of us to nothing. Yeah. So 
I was wondering how the heck am I going to keep my house together, my family together. <clears throat> and um, I went out and I bought two small lights, two used lights, and set up a small small space in my basement. Do you remember what the whole setup was? Yeah, I do. Yep, two small um, hydropon, two small um, um, HPS lights, and just several plants. And I tried it, and gave it a shot, and I have had many successes and many failures since then <laughs> move from two lights to many lights but yeah it was basically a necessity yeah i was really needed to needed to survive and to keep my home at that point in time yeah and so at this point you know what going on like 15 years yeah um what would you say some of the biggest challenges are that you've overcome in in terms of you know the whole grow scene, and and I, and I guess first touch on like not even necessarily as a company, but just like the cultivating side of it. Okay, well, there's obviously pests and those kind of things that are encountered over the course of you know one's learning how to grow. There's nutrients and deficiencies and different quality of plants as well, different seeds. From the same plant can give you different different style plants there's a lot of different small idiosyncrasies that you have to really pay attention to and you learn about over time yeah. um and a lot of also in the last since 2008 there's been a lot of sleepless nights yeah. Yeah. a lot of nervous attacks wondering you know am i going to wake up to the cops knocking on my door first thing in the morning kind of thing yeah so that's been one of the big ones. That has, for the most part, passed, but still, I'm not quite there yet, so I still have those nervous pangs. Yeah, totally. Um, well, you know, just a message out there to law enforcement. It's cannabis. Good people, you know, not, not harm, harming anybody, not giving it to kids. Uh, you just take it easy, you know what I mean? Take, take it easy. Please. Let's, let's, let's go find some people committing real crimes and uh, focus their energy in the right place, right? That's right. Uh, with that being said, we are going to have mosquitoes biting us because, like I said, we are outside here uh, live in Winooski. So if you see us doing some of this, it's not the cannabis necessarily. It's, you know, <laughs> more, more often than not, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be killing uh, some of those pests that we spoke of. You know, and so let me speak about, can I speak on the police side yeah, one more thing time? You know, now I've had to change, I not I haven't had to, I have evolved in my thinking of police. Yeah. Because now that cannabis is legal, I really have nothing, nothing that they would bother me about. Yeah. I don't commit crimes, I drive fast so I get my occasional speeding ticket. Yeah. But, you know, I, my, at this point in my life, and through most of my life, I've never really been a criminal. Yeah. I might have been an outlaw, but I've not been a criminal. <laughs> yeah. So now I look at police in a different way because yeah, they're not there, you know, and it's pretty neat. I had this explained to me this past weekend. It's pretty neat that there's somebody that you can call up at any time of the day and they're going to come try and help you. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can call three numbers, dial three numbers, number one, and there'll come somebody will come and help you, and that's a pretty neat feature. Yeah, well, I think you know, similar to how there's the misconception about weed, there's you know, this you might know? not be a great analogy, but the misconception that there can be with police too. It's like most police become police because they want to help people, mm -hmm. and you know, if you're doing something that they're told they have to address for years was was weed, then they're mm -hmm. gonna do it. But a lot of cops I talk to these days are like. Yeah, we don't, we think it's ridiculous. Like we're, you know. They're thankful yeah, that they don't have yeah, to. Yeah, we're glad we can now focus our resources on something that matters. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, 
I'm like, yeah, right on. We Absolutely. had an event in Essex last year, and the music was loud, and there was a lot of other other gatherings happening, and uh, the police ended up being called, and the officer, I was grilling, the officer walks up, and I saw him coming, I was like, okay, well, let's see how this goes. And uh, he said, hey, how's it going? I'm like, hi, my name's Devin, blah, blah, I'm Tall Truck, we're here having this skateboarding event. He's like, oh, right on, I used to skateboard. Nice. And it was really, really hot, and he had all his gear on. And did I he say he used to smoke, too? Or? <laughs> he did not say that. He said, you know, um, I got a complaint about the music. And he said, not about the volume, but about the, the obscenities that are yeah. in the music. I said, so I immediately said, ah, who had the <clears throat> control of music, you know, change it up for something a little yeah. more clean. Just throw on the edited version. I asked him if he wanted a burger or, or a dog, and he's like, nope, nope, I'm not hungry right now, but... I'm gonna hang out and watch this, watch the guys skate. So nice. he hung out for about a half an hour and watched the guys skate, cool. and then just went on his way. Well, hey, much respect to uh, officer, whoever you may be. It was really neat. It was a really neat encounter, and a lot of the folks, a lot of the skaters, as you can imagine, were, you know, a little nervous. Butterflies in the stomach was the cop here for. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was a really good positive encounter. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I was probably about 22 and. Uh, Allegedly, we were having a party and some roommates and I and cops came and said, oh, it smells like weed, can we come in? And I said, well, yeah, there's about a hundred people in there, are you going to search every single person? And they said, yeah, and I said, well, then no, you know, I mean, not, you're not ruining the good time. They said, well, does anybody have weed in there? And I said, I mean, it's likely, we're in Vermont, there's a hundred people, you know? <laughs> I think someone ended up just giving them a little bit and they scammed off, but, uh, you know. Times have definitely changed, right? This, these days, they, they wouldn't even ask you that. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it really yep, is. It's fantastic. Um, so I guess we'll go back to kind of to the whole, uh, you know, so you met Jordan, and you started sponsoring skaters, and or, he was the first one, I guess, right? Yep. And now there are a few people that you, that you hooked yeah, up. Yeah, there are. Well, Jordan, Jordan, he started posting some stuff of him in my tall truck gear, and I started gaining followers. And, and I said to him, like, how, Jordan, what can we do? What can we do to get, you know, the name out there a little more? And he said, I have had an idea, a tall truck huck. And Jordan said, a, a tall truck huck. I was like, tall truck huck, what's that? <laughs> he said, find a skate spot around Burlington or somewhere in Vermont and have a different, a huck once a month or something like that at a different skate spot in Vermont. And uh, he initially, I think, thought street, but we ended up choosing park. Yeah, it's a little parts. more accommodating. It's a little more accommodating yeah. for what we're trying to do. And um, so it ended up turning into what it's turning into. Yeah. So it was, you know, so thanks to Jordan doing that, that exposed me to you guys more, especially yeah. the very first A-Dog Day. Remember that yeah, rainy, totally. crappy day? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And I met you guys just in the rain. Yeah, and so a few of us had went down and started pouring, so we're all piling in the van and... I think maybe you and your son, or you, you yes, pulled my up, son, yeah. yeah, and you're like, oh, came down for a dog day, wanted to give out some <laughs> some samples, and we're all bumming because you know it's it was the only a dog day that ever rained, and we're all we're like, you know, we're gonna try to have a good day anyway, and lo and behold, here comes here comes tall truck, <laughs> blessed us up with some samples, and uh, uh, let's just say that it was a, it was a good day, and uh, yeah, then we became you know came buddied up after that, and. Mm -hmm. uh, so for people who don't know, we put out the movie I Homie, just the phone video last year, and um, Tall Truck was the main sponsor of it, um, which, which I was so thankful for, so thank you so much. And a really sweet video. Yeah. Really sweet and yeah. fun to see it at the theater. Really yeah, fun. totally. And so, uh, and it was cool just the deal being like, what's up with Tall Truck, you know? Uh, how do I, 
how do I get to sample some of the, you know, some of the cannabis? And I'm like, well, come do a talk truck hop. Yeah. You know, come come do some tricks and you get, you get blessed up. <laughs> you know, right? I mean, so we're here, uh, was it two Saturdays ago? Yeah. And uh, basically the vibe was if you did something really cool, you know, you get a little package, right? Unless you're underage and then you get five bucks. That's right. <laughs> right? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, Got to accommodate the under 21s. Yeah, totally. No doubt. Um, so what's your take on with the legalization um, and, you know, everything moving into more having these dispensaries and cannabis clubs? In terms of like the regulation, because I know you're someone who takes uh, a lot of pride in knowing the strains and, you know, whether it's a sativa or an indica and, um, you know, just the potency and all that. Like, what's your take on that? Should do you are you do you feel strongly that it should be well known and well documented what certain strains are? Absolutely. No? Okay. Absolutely. Yep. It's um, an expense and it's somewhat tedious, but it's absolutely what the consumer deserves and should have access to. Okay, because you wouldn't just go up to a bar and say, hey, I'll have a liquor. Right. Right? <laughs> right, you want to, and you, you know, different alcohols or liquors will make people react differently too, so. Yep, absolutely. So uh, what are some of the strains that you're that you're working with these days? Well, right now we're working with something that's, I'm working with something new that's really fun. It's, they call it a pheno hunt, where, remember how I mentioned earlier, you can get a bunch of seeds from the same mother? Yeah. Um, from the same father, but they all exhibit different genetic traits as they grow and flower, yeah. and some are more desirable than others. Um, I've been working through this seed strain called Runt's Muffins, and I finally found a mother it was a little bit ago, several months ago, I, find I had my first harvest of her, but uh, she's got some really unique uh, traits, like smell and color and okay. density, and she's got some very appealing traits, but some really unique traits that I've never really encountered before in any flower. Huh. Runts muffins. Um, it's still, you know, I'm still getting her online. I've only had a couple of plants that I've harvested so far because that's yeah. working to see if I want this mother because I've used a bunch of other Runtz Muffins mothers that I haven't okay. cared for. So that was kind of going to be my next question is when you're getting a new strain, are you typically starting pretty small? You're going to try out one or two. That's you're going to see what you like about it and then the ones that are really flourishing. And that's when you'll, you know, you'll you, choose. You go a little deeper on it. Yeah, like I, I might pop three seeds, for example, of Runs Muffins. I'll grow them out, and I will take clones from all three, and I may grow them together, and then plant A, plant B, plant C, and I might decide none of them are any good, and then I'll pop some more seeds, which I've done that, and then yeah. decided that plant A was what I was looking for. Ooh, finally, yeah. we found her. Kind of like people, you know. You're like, you know, sometimes, <laughs> you, sometimes you got to meet, uh, you got to. Go to the same spot numerous times before you meet your best friend or your next mm -hmm. girlfriend or wife or whatever it would be, right? <laughs> it is kind of like that. This is, but and also not unlike that, it takes a long time to get to know that plant because you got to grow the seed yeah. big enough to be able to take a clone. Then you have to grow the clone big enough to be able to flower it. Blah blah. So it's a very time-consuming but rewarding and frustrating process. Yeah. So anyhow, I've got Run Swaffin. That's a new one coming up, and I've just. What else have I got? Some um, something something fun coming up. Wedding pie, dosi wo. Oh, what was another one I've got coming up too that I have not tried yet before either? A couple of other new varieties. So do you have like too. certain seed banks that you? Yes, that's work correct. With? Yep, yeah. that's correct. All right. Yeah, and also I've at times gotten clones too. Purchased okay. clones. All right. Yeah. Nice. 
Uh, so, are you more of an indica guy or sativa, or does it just kind of depend on the? It depends on the mood, depends on the day, and depends yeah. on what time of day. Yeah, right. What are you, what are you, are you going to build a stone wall? Or are you ready to watch a funny movie? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. That's exactly right. And you know what? It's pretty cool to have that um, variety at yeah. your fingertips like that. So, I mean, I used to, you know, I was one of those all day, every day guys for a while, and I've cut back dramatically if, if for no other reason that. I feel like when you, with how good it is these days, how how potent the weed is, that it's like, you know, you really gotta you gotta know you gotta know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> you know what sure. I mean? Um, and I'm, I always have this I always have this saying where I'm like, I feel like it's the best if you if you do it all the time. Um, but but maybe it's also about finding that right strain, right? Or finding your right level. You know, maybe you don't you don't need to sit down and get after a whole joint or whatever right you, right you can easily exceed your level yeah with the weed today yeah yep you now, really now can. talk about uh that's kind of great segue to my next point talk about the difference in you know where the potency has come over the years man i <laughs> i guess i've i've been a steady consumer so i've consumed along with the potency increases but it's amazing to just think of some of the really poor quality stuff that we used to smoke, not knowing where it came from, not knowing what processes it's been through. Yeah, where it takes as long just to weed out the stems and seeds. And as the it does. little bugs that you might <laughs> yeah. found there, find uh, in there yeah. and stuff. And to yeah. now be such a regulated kind of thing and with people's expectations really high of what they're going to get and consume and the potency levels it's really amazing how it's all evolved yeah so i guess with the whole legalization that's another benefit right is that now everything like people are more accountable and you have to be because there, there's so many options and there's so many companies and just all that stuff that's coming out that obviously the people who are doing it the most proper are going to be the ones that thrive right 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 i know exactly and they're the the ones that aren't are going to get weeded out. Pun intended. Um, pun intended. Yeah, they're going to get weeded out. But, um, it's going to be interesting to see how things play out with the upcoming market, too. Because yeah. my guess is there's going to be quite a bit of competition and people vying for a position on shelves in the different dispensaries. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not worried about you. I mean, I can attest that you... <laughs> we're going to keep providing the product. You got, you got a high-end product <laughs> as, we, as we get a little corny here, but you know what I'm We've saying. We've also <laughs> been working hard to build our brand up since 2018. Yeah. Yeah, we've been working Absolutely. hard to do that. And I think a big part of um, your inevitable success, like I said, is just in giving back and just the relationships that you've made. and You know what I mean? Because you're not... You don't come at it with just this business approach. I mean, even to this day, you're building a brand before you're building a business, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's really, people want to support it because it supports them, right? I, you know, I like the giving back. Yeah. I've discovered that it's really fun to serve other people, to do stuff like we do, do here. Absolutely. You know, that, that feels really good when I, at the end of the day, like having seen all the smiles and all the energy and all the positiveness, it's... Yeah. And I don't even skate, yeah. you know, yeah. but it's just... Well, you have the appreciation for Yep, it. I have the yeah. appreciation for it, and I've yeah. learned a lot about it, but um, I think it's all be being genuine. Yeah. You know, being genuine and genuinely wanting to do these things and genuinely enjoying myself. Yeah, absolutely. Now, it's funny because there's, there's often been this misconception where it's like, 
how can you skateboard and function and do all these things when you're when you're high on weed and all this stuff and it's like if people really understand that it's when you have that respect and understanding of both sides of it of your skateboarding and your abilities as well as you know the the cannabis mm -hmm. then that blend is naturally just going to occur. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you're going to be skating and then all of a sudden you smoke some weed and you can't remember skate. how to kickflip. You know what I mean? Um, and it actually might make you a little more fluid because that's what I found with skiing. Because right. I'm an avid skier. Well, okay. I used to be an avid skier. And yeah. it was it was always, you know, hand in hand. Getting, getting high on, flow. On, the, on the lift right up and then having that really nice groove and flow on the way down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely something about the the um, ceremony, you know, and the the meditation, if you will, of yeah, the whole thing, yeah. the whole process. Yeah. yeah. So, anytime I've taken breaks, and I'm currently have been on a break from it for a, for a bit, but I'm always like, that's one thing I really miss is the, the ceremony, and you know, this just you know smell and getting your fingers all sticky and yep. passing them around with your buddies. I mean... Yeah, check this out. <laughs> Take a look for this. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll have to get some close-ups on this for the camera at some point there, Sean. But yeah, absolutely. Um, so on top of uh, the whole cannabis and supporting skating and whatnot, um, I want to give you props because I know over the past couple of years you've been going around to all the local skate parks and just fixing up stuff that, that <laughs> needs help. You know, and... Um, I guess that comes full circle to where you're talking about just feels good to give back and, and all that stuff. And I know people really appreciate that because that's super selfless, you know? So, cool. Yeah. Cool. You know, something it's, it is good to give back. Yeah. And I'm handy like that. I'm pretty handy with tools. So, yeah. Yeah. Some, was, someone's got to do it. Yep. Someone's <laughs> got to do it. And I'll tell you, it's interesting because in Barrie, the people who maintain that park, they showed up one day when I just happened to be up there doing it. And Lily's like, thank you so much. You know, my husband and I usually come up here. And we try to do it in the spring and in the fall. And I was doing this in the springtime, I think, last year. And she was really, really thankful. Yeah. And then I was doing it in Johnson just a couple of weekends ago. And Justin um, Chowda3030, yeah. he was there as well doing some rep repairs and um, found out that they were not they were appreciated. But we can't do anything like that again huh. without contacting the skate park first. And I just pull in with some screws, my drill, and I just go the through it. The town's got and some bureaucracy bullshit. They're trying to pull on you Something there. like that. <laughs> it was just interesting how the people in charge of it at Barry were super thankful that I just happened to stop in and do that. And others were like, you have to check with us first. That's kind of funny. So where we're at now currently, this used to be an out, uh, a hockey rink, an outdoor hockey rink. And for a couple of years in the summertime, you know, I would come in and I would drag in a box or two and I'd, I'd cool. mess, yeah, I'd just cool. mess with it. This is, you know, dating back. myself now, but yeah. probably 20 years ago or something. And um, then once we started, you know, once we got permission and once Wood, Woodsy Kate was hired to bring on some people and, and, and get it going and whatnot, um, some of the neighbors would come and be like, hey, are you allowed to do that? Like, is everything? And I'm like, as a matter of fact, now we are. Back when I used to do it, I wasn't, but you're a little too late. <laughs> now we got the permission. So. Super. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just cool that, I mean, when I started skating, there were no parks around here. So, you know, now we got them all over. Yeah, you had to do what you had to do then by dragging boxes out yeah. here like you did. Yeah, like go skate the courthouse or wherever. And now they're all over. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's great. Yeah, definitely. So, um, when's the next tall truck, Huck? 
I'm I'm not sure it's going to be in June. It might be the 19th, but it might also be the 11th or the 12th. I'm not sure, but it's going to be in Bristol. Okay. So we're just going to cruise down to Bristol and just do a gorilla style like we do everywhere. Just pull up. Yep. I did it that way at LES in Manhattan. We just pulled up, grill, music, generator, That's awesome. weed. That's awesome. Yep. Drinks oh. and just throw down. No, the mosquitoes. You're not invited. <laughs> yes, you guys stay out in the swamps over there. Yeah, no doubt. But um, anyhow, so it'll be in Bristol. And how will people find out about dates and all that? Well, I'm gonna be putting a post together soon. I have to choose a, I have to choose exact a date, um, okay. and then I'm gonna be making a post about it on Instagram, okay. so people will be able to find about it up there. All right, and how do they find you on Instagram? Tall truck. Tall truck. Just like that. It's simple. Tall truck. We're the only tall truck. I really lucked out with that back in 2018. When I finally decided to put a name on a, on a pouch, a, a label on a pouch, nobody had taken Tall Truck on Instagram. Yep. Nobody had taken TallTruck.com on the insta, on the uh, internet. Nice. And nobody had taken Tall Truck on Facebook. Nice. Yeah, I yeah. really lucked out. It all worked out. Yeah, it did all work out. Yeah, weed.com was probably taken. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was probably one of the first ones. So really Tall Truck. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um, so is there anything you want to tell people specifically that separates, you know, kind of your approach to not just growing, but I've, your company in general? My philosophy and my company in general, I think you've already touched on it somewhat yourself, um, is the giving back. And also building community, which is really important to me, is the giving back and building community. Bringing people together like we do at our events that... Many of you guys, um, well, I know a few of them didn't know anybody and didn't know each other until last year's first Winooski Tall Truck Hawk. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of guys got to know each other and have become friends. And when we did one down in, Brattle, uh, in uh, Brattleboro, too, we did one way down there. That was a blast. And a bunch of guys from up north came down. And all the guys from down south were showing up. And yeah, we all made good friends. And then I saw one of the guys from Brattleboro um, here at this event. He's moved up here. What the heck's his name? I can't recall it. Sid. Yep. Yep. So he was here, and it was great to see him because I hadn't seen him from probably the, since Brattleboro. Yeah, so now he's got a whole squad. And, yeah, yeah, this community that I'm becoming part of even though I don't have the four wheels underneath me and the people that I'm getting to know and the camaraderie and all of that is something that I really enjoy. So I think that that's that kind of community building that we're doing, um, the giving back, wanting to be here for the long term, intending to be here for the long term. Yep. There's a few things that are going to set Tall Truck aside apart from, from a lot of the others yeah. as we move forward. And as we get bigger, which is uh, what I inevitably hope happens, I'm going to work my tail as off it grows. to make sure that happens as we grow. <laughs> I've got super neat plans, really neat, fun plans, because as you know, I like having fun too. Yeah. I like to work hard, but I really like having fun. Yep. So. Um, work these hard, events, play hard. yeah, work hard, play hard. These events are really fun, and a lot of stuff that I do is fun. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So now you also have some international ties, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just reaching out to other parts of the world where you have connections. And... Yeah, you know, I've got uh, my ex is Colombian, and I've had many trips down to Colombia. So I've got some really strong connections. I speak fluent Spanish. My, I've got many trips down there. I know vale, the culture vale, well. A la fiesta. Vámonos. Vamos, vamos, venga. And so, so with that, I've, you know, I was approached on Instagram by a fellow from Bogotá in Colombia, and he said, "Hey, man, in Spanish, I like your, 
I like your plants. I like your site. I like what you're doing. You said, you know, we've got, I've got some skater buddies, and uh, I'm a filmer. I'm a filmer, right? Me gusta la mota. And this is the guy who did this edit for us last week. Oh, awesome. And he just reached out randomly, and I just randomly responded, and we just became friends, and then, you know, we've now met. Who's, and who's we've, that? Let's get his it. name is um, Rafael Quiroga, at, hey. at Rakamandaka hey, Films. Parce, parce to Shout out. Yep, Shout out. exactly. Raka. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But um, so w through him and his connections, we decided to form a small team. Awesome. You know, so it's him, the filmer, and we have another filmer slash skater. And then we've got three strong skaters. Nice. One sure. of them is hurt right now. He's been hurt for a couple months, so he hasn't been skating for a couple months, but mm -hmm. he's still with us. And, uh, and they must love it when you come down to Colombia and bring those vibes, right? Bring the, bring the vibes, bring the energy. I wish I could bring the tall truck with me, but yeah. I can't do that yet. Yeah. But um, so we'll have to get. Uh, we have really great fun events down there too, and they don't really have events like that down there. Yeah, we'll have to. Uh, we'll get all the Colombian uh, homies over here to Vermont sometime. We will. Yeah. We're gonna get them their visas one of these days here and get awesome. them up here. We'll have. They'll be here skating Winooski. Yeah. With us as well Fuck yeah yeah i know i really look forward to that but that's, it will happen that's awesome so what do you think is it appropriate time to maybe roll up one of these little uh these little guys here or what it's always a good time just about to do that <laughs> all right <laughs> well like i said i haven't really been partaking but it seems like uh for the occasion i'm gonna have to take a little puffy here well i don't have any papers on me but i, if you I think sean's papers, got us. Some? cool uh if i know Mesha. He's usually pretty equipped. Yeah, this smells delicious. Mm. So now, is this one of the one of the strains you've been doing the longest, or? You know, that one is one of the ones I've been doing the longest. It's been so popular, and the seeds are just so good quality and consistent okay. from the company that I get them from. They're from Barney's, or no, these are from Dutch Passion, I think, or Barney's Farm. But okay. they were a limited edition seed, and I ended up getting ten. I really like the strain, so I bought several more packets to have okay. them for a few, for a long so time. So you don't ever um, like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Turn any of them hermaphrodite on purpose just to get your own strains. I never ever do it. Yeah, nope, never do it. Could, you could fuck up the whole crop, right? Yeah, you could make a mess of some of sections of your crop. You okay. could fuck up the whole crop, but yeah, I just don't. That's not my thing. My thing is to just to grow it and cultivate it nicely. Yeah. So yeah. I let other people with that kind of background and that kind of knowledge do that kind of thing. All right, stick to what you know. Stick to what you know. Yeah, I've got enough things that I'm trying to do. I don't need to add <laughs> that to it all. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So I will probably never have my own tall truck strain, for example, because I don't intend on going that route. Yeah, unless you maybe, you know, you found uh, some type of collaboration or something. Well, that's lines, a good point. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Sure. All right, let's see. I mean... Your fingers probably haven't done this for a little while well, either. Well, you know, no, but, but I, it's one I, of those I, I'd like to think that I've paid my dues to the point where I should still... Still be able to handle it. I would hope so. <laughs> I would like to think so too. As a matter of fact, it would be a damn shame if I didn't. Pull out a little filter here. Go with the organic hemp papers, of course. Very nice. Yep. Well, I've been using the Element rice papers for my whole life. I've okay. been making these exact papers for my whole life. So. All right, and now those are the super thin ones, right? Yeah, super thin ones. Yeah. Okay. No doubt. So. Uh, what, do you, what would you say sets this peyote critical apart from other strains? What are some of its highlights? Hmm, gosh. Well... Just so everyone knows, uh, 
none of these questions were were proposed ahead of time, so we're really, really going with the flow. We're yeah. really we're really catching them uh, off the spark, <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> well, one of the things is that flavor is really really nice. Okay. Yeah, I, but you know something I gotta say, like for example, that Bunce muffins has got its own unique flavor. Yeah. Critical Orange Punch has its own fantastic flavor too. So. <sighs> Gosh, you know, each individual strain's got its own really neat characteristics that are have the reasons why I've kept them around. Okay, and now is this a sativa or an indica? This is an indica, so. Alright, so good you know, for later in the day. Yep, so this is good for later in the day, but I don't know how good it's going to be for you to continue the flow on this. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be fun to find out. Well, no, you, might, you might be surprised. I'm sure it'll be good. <clears throat> I'm sure it'll work well. You know, it's kind of like when you don't skate for a... No, it's nothing like that. But even then, it's still kind of like riding a bike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I still remember how to do it. You yeah. want to do the honors? You do it. All right, yeah, here we go. go. Crazy job. So wonderful to be able to do this without fear of persecution. Remember the days of worrying about a roach or worrying about a seed or worrying about resin on a pipe? One time, I tried to get the, the cops tried to bust me for THC molecules on paraphernalia. My lawyer got it thrown out of court. I mean, I'd hope so, damn it. Mm -hmm. That is delicious, by the way, and I'm not just saying that because I'm here with you. Mm. This might be uh, the part of the podcast where we have to get our producer Sean in here because you know what? I know he would love to have a little, a little smoke of that. <laughs> Slide on in. Yeah, it's really nice that uh, I got hooked up with Jordan. I don't know where I'd, you know, I don't necessarily know where I'd be if I hadn't met up with Jordan. I don't know if I'd be into all these different sports and these different, knowing all these athletes. I'm good. And having made a lot of really good friends. You're not the first to say that about him. He's, yeah. So I feel very fortunate for that. It all was just random meeting in my the lobby at my electric department that brought us together. And that's why we're actually sitting here right now doing this interview. And why that hit that I just took just gave me a nice little friggin' zing. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Tasty. All right, well, cheers. I gotta say, that was absolutely delicious. No, I'm feeling creative, honestly, feeling creative. Did you bring your board? Uh, so I'm actually still injured. I had, a, uh, I had dislocated my knee just in like a stupid little incident and uh, tore a bunch of stuff, so I'm just still rehabbing my knee, you know. Mm -hmm. Almost 40, so you don't quite heal like we used to. That but stinks. Especially after, you know, over 25 years of skating, it's like, you know, you really gotta, I'm, I'm hoping to still be doing this in 10 more years, so. You certainly, I, so, you so certainly can make, be. Yeah, I definitely need to make sure that I respect the injuries and come back proper and not rush them like, you know, when you're a little kid and you can just eat shit and then get right back up and do it all over again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Yeah, I remember probably about 10 years ago, skiing bumps and skiing them and skiing them and skiing them. And I used to ski when I was younger but skiing them hard and my knees affected me bad for days. And then I was like, 
talked to my doctor. I said, should I get knee surgery? He said, you know, you don't need knee surgery. You just need to know what your knee limits it. are. <laughs> you don't need it. You know, just need to know what your <laughs> limits are and, you know, ski to your limits. Don't have to ski eight mogul runs. You can ski, maybe try skiing three. So yeah. I tried skiing three instead of eight. You know what? felt better. It felt a lot better. <laughs> yeah. And I still enjoyed it because I could still ski the groom trails, but... I can relate with skating, same thing. It's like, yeah. you don't need to jump down the craziest stuff. Not that I ever jumped down the crazy... You know what I mean? It's like, skate like you're older. <laughs> <laughs> skate smarter, you'll be able to skate longer. Yeah, exactly. And still have just as much fun. Yeah, here for a good time and a long time, hopefully. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah. Man, I see some of these amazing things that Jordan's done over the years as far as hucking themselves oh, he's, down he's some nuts. crazy stuff. Yeah, I, I think, uh, Fantastic stuff and then getting up and doing it again and again. I forget it's... what that one spot is but he frontside flipped over like a I think it was an 18 stair rail out in California and like yeah I mean that's ballsy. Jordan's one of, <laughs> you know, Jordan's one of the most buck kids out. Yeah he really is. Yeah and uh, back to my point he's He's smoking this shit the whole time. So if anyone's trying to say that you smoke this shit, you can't skate, go watch a Jordan that's Max absolutely, and That's absolutely right. <laughs> go watch Max Hammers and tell me that you can't smoke tall truck and skate. Yep. You'll find right out. <laughs> that it is possible. Yeah, because he definitely shows that. So yeah, um, you know, back in uh, 2018 when I first came up with tall truck and started doing it, and I really had no idea about social media or any of that stuff. And somehow we're getting we're getting a name and a reputation through all this through all the social media. And it's so weird how nowadays, in order to be like a a, a, gen, a brand and a recognized brand, you have to have a huge following and all that shit. Oh yeah, social media is king these days. It's king yeah. these days, and it seems like it's so I don't know how real it is, you know. But <laughs> in order to build a brand and to have a legitimate brand, you have to you have to have. A ton of followers. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the whole, like, social media is, is, is a, much of, as obnoxious as it could be, it also is beneficial. And I guess what I mean is, like, you know, everything you put out, you're going to have your haters and you're going to have your supporters. But even the haters, like, are just drawing more attention, you know? And they're, it just casts a bigger net, if you will. You know sure. what I mean? And it's like, yeah, it really is just the way that, a lot of marketing is going these days and just in general you know just how you connect with people and some people think that's super obnoxious but from uh what the potential for your outreach is is pretty fascinating it's pretty, it's pretty fantastic too yeah. it is it's pretty fascinating and it's pretty fantastic um to have that outlet to yeah. be able to get yourself out there and get your ideology out there or whatnot in you know, if only it was all positive. Yeah, if it was all positive and it was all uh, real. For, yeah, <laughs> real. <laughs> it was all genuine, <laughs> you know. I know, but to be a legit brand nowadays, you have to have a whole bunch of followers and all that stuff. But, you know, I had never dreamed I'd be doing what I was doing, what I'm doing now, working yeah. with all these athletes and having events and, and sitting here like this. I was just hoping to build a brand and build a cannabis brand, and then I didn't really realize. But I've also been an adrenaline junkie my whole life, too, so... Yeah. 
So you find you're living like vicariously through the it's shit kinda, that you support, yeah, right? Yeah, and I'm not able to do as much anymore, but I, yeah. a lot of the stuff that these guys are doing, I've never... Oh, same. Yeah, yeah same. I've mean, never been able to do yeah. it. never probably would have been able to do it. I'm mean, a good athlete, but I'm not an athlete like these guys. That's why I became the filmer, man. I can, <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm but, I'm... but it makes me proud and thrilled, and I really enjoy sponsoring it. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. Well, shit, man, this has been a great time. Um, Fucking A. Yep. Sit down Likewise. Shoot the shit anytime. Likewise, buddy. <laughs> Absolutely, my Definitely. No doubt. Well, it's been good to be here. I'm glad we were able to get this organized and get together. And I really like it having been done here. Yeah. You know, this is fun. It's getting a little chilly. Yeah, I mean, but that's all right. Fucking yeah. mosquitoes can't stop us. <laughs> nope, damn. We got Tall Truck. All right. Well, hey, this has been a one of a kind guest. Devin, go follow Tall Truck. And, uh, Get yourself a little some of this. Yep, and check us out in dispensaries here coming soon in October. In Vermont, we're going to be in dispensaries hopefully all around the state. Um, awesome. And then, yeah, the sky's the limit. Yeah, you know something? I want to get out of Vermont. I don't want to be. I want to. I want to be in Vermont, but I also want to grow outside of Vermont. Yeah. I hope to someday have Tall Truck be in New York. Have Tall Truck be in Los Angeles. Have yeah. Tall Truck be around the country, if if possible, and spread the vibe. Exactly, man. Exactly, and spread the vibe, and have Tall Truck hawks all over the fucking place. Oh, yeah. And I, you know something? One of my dreams is for Jordan and I to be fucking tall truck hucks all over the world. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and be, you know, him being Collins, him being awarding, awarding, you know, prizes and all that stuff. But yeah. I would love to have tall truck hucks all over the world and have that vibe and that energy and that community all come together all yeah. over. What do you notice is the difference of when you go and do the hucks in like Colombia as opposed to different well, parts of Vermont and whatnot? Gosh, you know something? In Colombia, the people are super, super appreciative. Yeah. Not that they aren't here, but they're super appreciative down there. Um, and they just love getting together like that. And I think they enjoy having an American company down there supporting them. Yeah. I think that being recognized for the talent that's down there by an out of their country brand is is, is yeah, really international positive. recognition yeah exactly yeah. exactly so that i think because there's a lot of talent down there, there's a lot of really good talented athletes down there and a lot of different sports not just skateboarding and i think that there might be they might be untapped to some degree or unrecognized or un you know so anyhow i think that that's something that they really really are thankful about oh yeah yeah but then up here dude you know, knowing the knowing the family, being tight knit with the family, the family in Vermont of skateboarding, down there we're doing it in big cities, yeah. and we're getting a ton of love and a ton of people. Up here we have our events, which there's a lot of people on Saturday, but it's a tight knit family in yeah, Vermont. Yeah, it's out a, in the middle of those sticks sometimes. Yeah, it's that. a yeah. different it's a different feeling. Yeah. This past Saturday was one of the best days of my life. I really yeah, had a yeah. super, super Same duper man. time. Absolutely. It was just energy, the folks, the friends, the friends I've made, the friends that are just all hanging out together. And you know what was also really cool? It's like a great big party and nobody was getting wasted. Oh, no. Nobody, and people are sweating and throwing out and, and it's like, it was like a great big party with a lot of really cool sports going on. Yeah. There wasn't people getting drunk and stumbling or Loud and obnoxious, it was just a really cool party, skateboarding party. Absolutely. Yeah, so anyhow, I'm rambling. No, no, no doubt. That's what that, that's <laughs> what that does. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, this tall chuck might have just uh, cashed me out for the rest of the episode, <laughs> but it's been a good time. It has been a good time, yeah, man. No doubt, much good love, to my see you. Yep, yeah. yep. Tall chuck. <laughs>